98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Police raid the League of Social Democrats as part of a probe into the now disbanded Civil Human Rights Front. A national security case involving the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China hits a potential legal snag. And LegCo President Andrew Leung rejects suggestions that the legislature has become a rubber stamp. The League of Social Democrats says the police raided its headquarters this morning with officers telling them the move was part of a probe into the now disbanded Civil Human Rights Front. Timmy Song reports. Chen Ying, the League of Social Democrats chairwoman, said they were told by officers that the force needed to collect documents related to the Civil Human Rights Front, which had organised some of the largest protests in the city. Ms Chen quoted the police as saying that they needed to search the LSD office because the party had received information from the front between 2019 and 2020. But officers didn't seize anything after the hour-long search. She described the raid as ridiculous. The police operation is a political intimidation to the LSD and civil society, creating a chilling effect. Although the police didn't take away any documents, they have caused a necessary nuisance to us. Ms Chen, who is the wife of jailed former LSD legislator Leung Kuok Hong, added that she understood officers also raided three other locations. RTHK understands that one of these was the office of the LGBT rights group Rainbow of Hong Kong. Early in the year, the police accused the front of failing to register under the society's ordinance and demanded that it hand over information relating to its finance and past protests. The front did not comply with the requests. The group disbanded in August, saying it could no longer operate in the face of suppression from the authorities. In response to RTHK's inquiry, the police said they would deal with relevant cases in accordance with the society's ordinance. A magistrate presiding over a national security case involving the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China has questioned whether the group can still represent itself in court after officials struck it off the company's register earlier this week. Jimmy Chow reports. The Hong Kong Alliance and three of its leaders, Li Chuck-yan, Albert Ho and Chao Hang-tong, are accused of inciting subversion of state power between July last year and September this year. At a hearing, Principal Magistrate Peter Law asked the prosecution to clarify the alliance's legal status, noting that it had been struck off the company's register by the chief executive in council on Tuesday. He said the court had difficulty dealing with what he called an unprecedented situation. He also likened the case to prosecuting a dead person, while acknowledging he wasn't sure it was a correct analogy. The prosecution said according to existing laws, the alliance was no longer in existence once it was struck off the company's register. It said all of its properties now belong to the official receiver. The prosecution also said more time is needed for the official receiver's office to look into the alliance's legal status. The case has now been adjourned until January the 10th, with the magistrate denying bail to Ms Chow. The other two defendants were already in jail over other offences. LegCo President Andrew Leung says the legislature has functioned more efficiently since an exodus of opposition lawmakers. He also dismissed suggestions that a sharp rise in bills passed indicates the council is now nothing more than a rubber stamp. Wendy Wong reports. Reporting on LegCo's work over the past year, Mr Leung noted that lawmakers passed 46 government bills, more than double the number from the year before. 
Legislators had a total of 49 meetings, compared to 30 the previous year, he said, but the number of meeting hours dropped from 406 to 342. Mr Leung said the legislature was able to work more efficiently after the national security law and mass resignation of opposition lawmakers put an end to chaos and filibustering. It become more efficient because of time spent in delaying, blocking the bill were not there at all. So that is why we can uh, scrutinize double the amount. With the national security law being enforced, the government can focus more on the livelihood issues and economic issues, and therefore they can introduce more bill. Mr Leung said he believes some young professionals will join LegCo in the next term, now that Beijing has expanded the legislature from 70 seats to 90. Things will be better, he says, when all lawmakers are working with the people in mind and without any highly political motives. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The police watchdog says it suggested the police adopt guidelines when taking away arrested people's clothes as evidence after investigating a complaint involving a man who died from pneumonia after he was denied warmer clothing during detention. The Independent Police Complaints Council said in its annual report that an officer gave the man a pair of shorts after taking away his trousers while another officer didn't accept a pair of jeans provided by the detainee's family. It said the police have accepted its recommendation to review existing arrangements. The Consumer Council says real estate agents dealing with the sale of first-hand properties that are outside Hong Kong should be licensed. This follows a rise in the number of complaints in recent years. Here's Wang Yinting. Right now, agents who sell only non-Hong Kong properties are exempt from licensing. The council's chairman, Paul Lam, says that created a loophole and called on the government to tighten regulation. If you deal with properties outside Hong Kong exclusively, you will not be required to obtain a license under the estate agent's ordinance. We demand strongly that all estate agents carrying out such activities should be licensed. The watchdog said there has been a rise in the number of complaints relating to the sale of first-hand residential properties outside of the city in recent years. Most of the cases involved properties in mainland China and Thailand. Mr. Lam also pointed out that advertisements relating to non-Hong Kong properties can be misleading. Certain information should perhaps be prohibited. For example, um, statements which tend to be misleading or tend to be an exaggeration. Say, um, I can guarantee that you can obtain a certain fixed percentage of return within how many years. The council caught on prospective buyers to verify sales information rather than simply relying on data provided by a certain agent. Orbis, together with the Hong Kong Ophthalmological Society, have surveyed over 3,000 people and found 70% of locals have a high risk of catching potential eye diseases. Those surveyed say they've had a sudden increase in eye floaters, dots or specks that appear to float away when they try to look at them, and they usually rub their eyes. However, 77% were not aware of the symptoms and don't have regular checkups. Dr Lawrence Yu, who led the research, says it shows people don't have enough awareness about eye floaters. If you ignore the signs of the floaters, especially those of uh, malignant signs which is uh, related to retinal detachment, the person may uh, have a retinal breaks and develop retinal detachment progress, and this is a blinding condition. In the retinal detachment, we need an operation to repair the retina. But if the retinal detachment uh, area is a large area which involves the central part of the um, macula, then the vision's recovery, even after the operations, may not be a 100% uh, recovery.
The government has announced that people considered to be at a higher risk of catching COVID-19 will have to be tested more often, Wendy Wong reports. The government says the increased testing will be part of its efforts to stem the virus under Hong Kong's zero-COVID strategy. Among those affected will be workers at quarantine facilities, cold stores, container terminals and community testing centres, as well as medical staff at the Infection Control Centre of North Lantau Hospital. Those who have been fully vaccinated will be required to get tested for COVID every three days, while it will be every day for people who haven't received jabs. A statement says the government will progressively boost the testing for various types of workers to guard against imported cases and a resurgence in local infections. The latest update from health officials has added another two imported infections to Hong Kong's coronavirus tally, with the patients recently flying in from Myanmar and Belgium. A specialist in respiratory medicine, Dr. Leung Chi Chu, said the frequent testing is necessary. With vaccination, there is increasing need for this regular testing for those with regular exposure to the dangerous virus because the vaccination tends to decrease uh, the symptom and many of them uh, may be a vaccinated person, may be asymptomatic. If you do not test it, you may not be able to pick them up and for their protection and for protection of their family and also their contacts and our overall community, we need to test them. The government says it's resuming quarantine-free entry from Macau via the Return to HK and Come to HK schemes from next Tuesday, saying the pandemic situation has stabilised in Macau. The authority said in a statement that eligible people will be able to make appointments online for their entry starting the same day. The Office of the Privacy Commissioner says it's found some restaurants have been failing to protect the privacy of customers who fill out their personal details to comply with the government's COVID rules. Violet Wong reports. The Commissioner's Office says it conducted a probe after receiving complaints and found 11 restaurants which had been using a registration form or book for diners. Other restaurants didn't have a collection box for the slips of paper customers filled out or failed to cover a box that was in place. The office says such practices meant people's personal information was exposed to unauthorised or accidental access, in contravention of the Personal Data Privacy Ordinance. It looks that the restaurants have taken remedial action, but says they should step up training for staff to prevent a recurrence of such violations. The commissioner also urges people to be mindful of the privacy risks that come with providing personal data to restaurants. The airport authority says it will issue bonds in the coming year to pay for the third runway project, saying the COVID-19 pandemic has affected its income. Timmy Sung reports. In a document submitted to the Legislative Council, the authority said fast-spreading COVID variants have triggered new travel restrictions around the globe, and it's generally expected that passenger traffic will only return to pre-pandemic levels in three to four years' time. Construction of the runway itself was recently completed, and it is expected to open in 2022. However, construction of other facilities, including a new terminal and passenger concourse, are not expected to be finished until 2024. The paper says since the authorities' operating surplus and passenger levy are largely traffic-driven, there remains considerable uncertainties over how this three-runway system project could be funded. Officials said the authority is planning to take advantage of the current low-interest environment and issue bonds of up to 4 billion US dollars, including green bonds. 
Depending on the market situation, the authority may also issue bonds of around 20 billion Hong Kong dollars next year, five billion of which will be for the general public to subscribe to. The authority said it expects the construction costs to stay within the 141 billion Hong Kong dollar budget. Mainland authorities have placed a third city under lockdown to tackle COVID-19 numbers. As Natalie Ching reports, around six million people are now under orders to stay at home. A resurgence of COVID-19 cases has prompted officials this week to lock down Lanzhou City, with a population of over four million, and Ejen in the Inner Mongolia region. Authorities in Heihe in Heilongjiang Province have confirmed one new case and has now ordered people there to stay at home. Residents are not allowed to leave the city except in emergencies. Local government officials have begun testing 1.6 million residents and are tracing the close contacts of the infected person. State media reported that bus and taxi services had been suspended and vehicles are not allowed to leave the city. The, in Beijing, the foreign ministry spokesman Wang Wanbin says China opposes military ties between Washington and Taiwan. The comments came after Taiwan leader Tsai Ing-wen confirmed a small number of U.S. troops were present on the island in an interview with CNN. Mr. Wang made it clear China is against any form of official exchanges and military contacts between Taipei and Washington, as well as U.S. interference in China's internal affairs. Sport and the South African cricketer Quinton de Kock has apologised for withdrawing from a T20 World Cup game against the West Indies on Tuesday over a team directive that all players must take the knee. This report from the BBC's Pumza Filani. In a lengthy statement, Quinton de Kock has explained his change of heart. He said he would do whatever it took to show solidarity against racism. The wicketkeeper also denied accusations that he is racist, revealing for the first time that his stepmother and stepsisters are black. Still, his refusal to follow the anti-racism directive issued by Cricket SA caused a row back in his home country. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Police raid the League of Social Democrats as part of a probe into the now disbanded Civil Human Rights Front, a national security case involving the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, hits a potential legal snag, and LegCo President Andrew Leung rejects suggestions that the legislature has become a rubber stamp. To the weather forecast, we can expect it to be cloudy in the morning and at night. It'll be mainly fine during the day tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 24 and 28 degrees. Moderate east to northeasterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore at first. And the outlook: it will be cloudy with one or two rain patches over the weekend, and there'll be sunny periods early next week. Currently at the observatory, it's 25 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is 81 percent. The news from RTHK. You're a real mean guy. I'd like to clip your wings so you can fly. I'm in love and it's a crying shame. And I know that you're the one to blame. Hey, hey, set me free. Stupid Cupid, stop picking on me. Picking on me.
still around you know connie francis had a whole rake of hits back in the 50s and 60s and early 70s too stupid cupid radio peter gmail if you want to be in touch here comes uncle cliff when i was young my father said son i have something to say and what he told me i'll never forget until my dying day he said son Cliff and the guitarist Bruce Welsh. It was a big hit, which was on the B side of the next time. So I guess it was kind of like a double A sided single. If they ever called it that back in the old days. And of course, it was featured in the film. Both songs featured in the film uh, Summer Holiday. Ain't got no trouble in my life. No foolish dream to make me cry. I'm never frightened. 